Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about how we use open kinetic chain knee extension after ACL reconstruction. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We are here at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, Massachusetts, answering your questions. If you have anything you want to ask for us on a future podcast episode, be sure to go to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link, and you can fill out the form, ask away, anything you guys want to talk about. Um, let me see. What do we get today? We have, a, we have a special episode, right? I think this is a special episode, Len. Um, it's very special. Yeah, it's. I think it's great. Yeah, Mike Scuduto is at a different. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a new physical therapist that has joined us that many of you may remember. Any of our longtime listeners, first time callers, may remember uh, Kevin Coughlin, a student of ours from what two years ago, Kev? Three. Yeah. Three years ago, he's already lagging. Wow, we got to upgrade his computer. Is that a Chromebook you're using right now? I think I think he's stuck, or he is like literally he's filming on a potato. What a great entry to the podcast! Froze. Can, can you even hear us, Kevin? I I can't oh, now. Great, at, that great at. is amazing. That's so so worldly presence. He froze Zoom. <laughs> All right. So Lenny, you talk to human resources. Let's get him off his AOL account and try to get yeah. him upgraded <laughs> onto some high speed internet. But anyway, Kevin Coughlin joins us for the first episode. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. It's going to be a good one. But yeah, another therapist. Again, I mean, there's, there's many more people we have at Champion. Just a lot of people just don't like, you know, being on camera and, and doing this in public. But, you know, it's good to have a nice group. I think we've maxed out at nine now. I don't think we can do any more because we've filled up the squares on Zoom. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to figure it out. But uh, Lenny, who do we have for students today? Students, we have in the foreground showing off his handlebar mustache, Zach Leal, Leal from NYU, New York University, the beautiful city of New York. Uh, just to the left of him will be Chris Fonzi Afonso, hey. uh, deep in the background. He is from hey. Clarkson University. Hey. <laughs> and we <laughs> Right. And we have Ben Ben Benjamin. I played minor league baseball from the University of Kentucky. Fisher, Ben Fisher. How, how, many past, how many students of ours played minor league baseball? I think he always tells us he's the only one. How many students I'm, I'm, caught I'm, caught bullpen no. in the offseason in full gear, though? That's actually a good point. I think yep. that was only one. Fun fact, Mike Scudino went out and bought a, a set of catcher's gear during his clinical <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fact. <laughs> and, uh, um, all right. What do we, uh, Ben, you, uh, or who's, who's doing it? Zach? Yep. Sorry, Zach. Sorry. I should have seen Zach got his, his mustache already for this episode. So uh, take it away, man. This is your time to shine. 
So Dave from Instagram asks, I always enjoy your online content and appreciate your approach to PT. I was wondering if I could ask you a question that has come up with my staff. Do you incorporate open chain knee extension exercises with your ACL patients and when do you start? When do you start to load an open chain knee extension exercise? Any parameters you incorporate? Awesome. Good stuff, Zach. Uh, so Dave, great question. Um, I, I actually, I, I was really excited about this question because I think Dave nailed it. Um, so I think what's happening, just like everything else, there's a lot of buzz online about this. And I think, you know, as we get to a culture of social media where everybody just likes to debate things all the time, I think we always just hear like bits and pieces of this. But I, I think what's really happening now is we had two great pieces to the literature in the last uh, not even 12 months. Uh, there is a, a commentary from Lynn Snyder Mackler in, I believe it was JOSBT last, uh, the end of last year um, that talked about using open kinetic chain knee extension after ACL reconstruction and saying that we need to do it. And her big thing was what we, it's, it's safe, it's effective, and it's something that we must do in order to get strength back. Um, I think what it was missing though, like Dave kind of, kind of says there was, was any like guidelines. And I think a lot of people could take that the wrong way, right? Like where you can just say, wow, like Lynn Snyder Macklin, I mean, she's prolific with ACL research. She's so smart. She's great. She's saying we, we need to go crazy. We need to go heavy open kinetic chain knee extension. But I, I just, it, it was, it was like too broad. So Kevin Wilk just recently uh, in the international journal of sports physical therapy, just kind of published another one and said, he kind of agrees with Lynn, but that um, we have to be careful. We we can't just we just can't blindly go and blast it away with open knee knee extension. So, um, but again, I don't I don't think Kevin's paper had parameters either. So what? So let's talk about that. So I don't know who who wants to start this one off about you know do we do we obviously the question is do we do open kinetic chain knee extension exercises and then let's try to establish in this episode maybe the parameters that we use at Champion, which are very research based. But who wants to start it off? I mean, I will, because um, I tend to get into the heat of battle on social media with these. And um, I think people really take a black and white uh, approach to these. They either I don't do that because the doctor says I can't or, I, you know, I've been taught I shouldn't because school. Um, I definitely have evolved uh, the past, I don't know, five, 10 years in, in my thoughts because I, I try to dive into the literature and see if there's anything, anything obvious in anterior tibial translation, which is always the argument that you put extra stress on the ACL by going that 30 to zero uh, range of motion. I really am struggling um, to find something concrete to really pull me back. That doesn't mean I'm being aggressive and doing 50 pound knee extensions two weeks after surgery. So in my head, I tend to get a couple weeks out of surgery and let things heal down. And then I, uh, especially that anterior knee, uh, I'll do some, maybe some isometrics. Um, I talked to Eric Miera about this. He talks about this a lot, doing some, uh, just some isometrics to let the anterior knee kind of get uh, accustomed to a stress on it. And then I like to do some uh, just open chain knee extensions, meaning, you know, sit at the edge of the table. If they have the range of motion, usually two weeks out, they have 90 degrees. So that's when I feel comfortable doing it. I'm certainly not going to force it if they're still struggling range of motion. So range of motion is a checkbox too, right? Swelling's coming down, range of motion, pain is down. I'll initiate it with maybe uh, active motion, maybe light ankle weight, and then I'll progress from there. But as if I remember from Kevin's articles and, and, and just talking to people in general, you got to watch the graft too, right? The patellar graft versus the hamstring graft is going to be very different in how I treat them. Hamstring grafts, I go a little bit less aggressively because it's a soft tissue graft and it's not a bone interface attaching to the femur or the tibia. So 
You get, I don't want to stretch out the hamstring by putting a little extra stress through it. For patella tendon and a quad tendon, I'll probably be a little bit more aggressive uh, than a hamstring. Uh, and for a cadaver, which I very rarely see, I don't even, I, I, I tend to just kind of shy away for a while and maybe even wait six weeks because I just don't trust cadavers uh, in general, maybe wait 12 weeks. Um, but um, I don't know if that is. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, and, and heck, even you just bringing up the different graphs, I think is something that's, that's missing me. If you just take Lynn's paper just in and of itself, it's like, you know, do a lot of open hand knee extension and do it heavy and do it with everybody. Right. Like in, it was almost like that, you know, we're crazy if we're not doing that. And then Kevin was right. almost like trying to give a little bit more parameters that, you know, and, you know, as you start getting the terminal knee extension, you put tremendous mm-hmm. amount of strain on the patellofemoral joint on right. if you just had a patellar tendon graft, right. Um, or, yeah. you know, or, or even any strain in the ACL, it, it comes down to like, you know, you know, does it, you know, doesn't matter the type thing. So um, I think it's very clear. One quick question I have for Duesh, and I don't, we don't have to get into this a, a little bit here, but, but Dewey, um, oh, I forgot to introduce everybody, by the way. I just totally remember that. But anyway, Dewey, <laughs> how many people in our gym do open kinetic chain knee extension for quad strengthening? Uh, none because we don't have a viable way to load it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, I, I, I get the question though, right? I, I think like, is it a necessary exercise, at least from like the performance realm? Probably not. Is it a potential, you know, exercise that we can use? We're kind of target a little bit more like quad hypertrophy and like isolate quads a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. Great option. Right. It's, you know, like, if we, I, I think it's a great option too. Right. But like, but I, I, there are so many ways to get quad strengthening that, you know, I think that's, I think that's a big part of it that like we all do it. So, so let's, let's try to set some parameters. Right. And let's, let's get everybody. We'll have a champion consensus statement. Poof. Let's get this published, right? <laughs> consensus statement here. So first, first consensus here. Do we all use open kinetic chain knee extension after ACL reconstruction? All yes. in favor? <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. All yes. right. So we, we all agree you should, you can use open kinetic chain knee extension. When should you start? Um, Lenny, you would, for, would you like to propose yeah. two weeks once they have 90 degrees of knee flexion? I think good range of motion, minimal pain, incisions of healing. Uh, again, graft choice is going to play into my, it's in my head. Um, I, I'm a big teletending guy. So, um, but I see a lot of hamstrings because that's what they do in Boston. So, um, but I think that's all going to, I think two weeks probably at the earliest, um, just to let things kind of calm down and not stress that anterior knee. And like you mentioned, the, the just self-moral joint stresses. All right. So we'll say, you know, we start somewhere, you know, two, three, maybe even four weeks if we're trying to go a little slower on somebody else. Right. But we'll say we start two weeks. All in favor? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So we started two weeks. Uh, should we start at 90 to 40? Should we stop at 40? I'm, I'm going to start and say yes. Does anybody want to want to say we should immediately start going to zero? I would say we can start it there and just see how the knee responds. Um, and especially if you're going to do it earlier and you want to test things out. Yes. If you want, if you want to, if you want to buy time that earlier time and do it, I say yes. So you get yeah. some benefit of open kinetic yeah. knee extension, right. but we're, we're minimizing strain, right. Yeah. As, as the graft is starting to, you know, you know, become vulnerable, a little bit more and, vulnerable. And, and that last 30 degrees of, of, of closed chain or open chain that 30 to zero, 40 to zero is when, again, the most stress is on the self-moral joint. 
Right. So more, most stress on the ACL, most stress on the patellofemoral joint, you know, probably most stress on the tendon too, as we kind of get to that point. So, you know, lots of things. So we'll start 90, 40. (coughs) Do we start loading open kinetic chain knee extension, right? We, we definitely want to load it. Right. So we do a progressive resistance thing. When do you start going all the way to zero? Six to eight weeks, probably on average, right? But what if somebody's at four weeks and they have full range of motion, no pain, they can do it easily, lock out that knee. Would you start it with no weight? Yeah, probably no I weight do. Far. So we, you want to start it with no weight. So maybe you're doing 90, 40 with resistance, but then you're doing it all the way up to zero with no weight. Because this person's probably also doing terminal, if they can weight bear, they're probably doing zero to 45 close chain. So they've experienced. Definitely. Years. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree that they're getting, they're going to get quad strengthening and they're going to get terminal knee extension in other ways too, but right. So it sounds like we start 90, 40, we'll start loading 90, 40, and then we'll open up the window to zero with no load initially, and then slowly load it. Right. Right. Um, does anybody think we should be doing like max effort, open connect chain knee extension all the way fully straight, like on a machine, for example, like that, we don't even have at champion. Is that, you you know what I mean? Like, like that is good, but I think that was one of the big things in Kevin's article. He's, he suggested that we should avoid that for six to nine months early. So aggressive. Oh, that's aggressive though. Len, I see your face open kinetic chain, knee extension all the way to zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you on a machine like as long as you can. And I, and to, to me, I think that was, it, that was the direct statement that Lynn's article didn't have there was that like, I think what he's saying is like, yeah, go crazy loading at 90 to 40, load it up to zero, but don't load it aggressively for six to nine months. Well, I mean, the, the only thing that I don't agree with, with that, I guess it's a lot is I know in Birmingham and in other places and in our facility, well, we don't have it, but a biodex is done three months out of surgery to test quad and hamstring strength. That's a I max effort, open yeah. chain, full range of motion. But I think there's a difference between doing it once versus doing it daily or three times a week. Maybe. I mean, I know what you're I saying. Know, I, know. I, I just don't know why for six to nine months we can't do it. Like what, what we're in the literature is this We're like, what is the study? I just, I, yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I don't we're, know. we're, you're never, ever, ever, ever going to have a study right. that tells you the Probably answer. not. I just don't know where it initially came from. Like, what's the thought? What the anterior tibial translation? And right. like, where is that? Where is that from? Right, so, I'm missing it. There's something out there, like probably from the 80s, you know, so here, early 90s. This is what Kevin put in his paper, but you have unopposed anterior tibial strain because you because the hamstrings are not involved in open kinetic chain knee extension so you have unopposed anterior strain you have a dramatic increase in patellofemoral stress as you get going there and it's, it's a lot harder in there um you know at that terminal knee range of motion um i think those are his two big things i'm not he's yeah. not saying don't do open kinetic chain knee extension with yeah. weight he's saying yeah. don't don't try to max out on it for six to nine months um, right. I kind of, I kind of like this point, right? I, I, I like these two papers together, right? Because I think, you know, Lynn's like trying to say like, we shouldn't be afraid of this. And I completely agree with that. I think she did a great job <laughs> right. with her paper. Um, and I, I, and I like how Kevin's saying you can't say, I think what Kevin's trying to say is you can't say that to students and early career professionals because they're going to go bananas. 
they're going to take that too far. And he's trying to say, whoa, there are some parameters in it. So, um, so I guess that's the only thing that anybody else want to jump in on max effort loading with open kinetic chain knee extension. When do we get to that? Dan? I was just going to say it's whoever does a three rep max knee extension. Like when does that ever, ever happen? It seems kind of ridiculous to me. That's a good so I, I think it, it, it's kind of challenging <clears throat> to say heavy, heavy, heavy. What the heck does that mean? If I'm doing sets of yeah. 10, am I ever loading heavy enough, even if I am going to, to failure? I right. guess, like you said, I, I don't think we'll ever know, but I just don't know when in a training program you'd be doing, you know, under, let's say, five repetitions in the extension. Um, just don't think that's where I'd want to get the majority of my strength from. Right. That's actually a very yeah. solid point. But, but again, and this is, this isn't a knock towards Lynn's paper, but there, there's no guidance with that, with, with, and she was just saying, we need to do it and we need to do it heavy. Like, and it, you know what right. I mean? Like I, I, so Dan, you think that's common sense. I think a lot of us co- think that's common sense, but I just, I, I wonder if not everybody <laughs> has the experience you have with that, that you realize how you would do that. So, and I think that was Kevin's kind of point was kind of go easy, but uh, yeah. what's up? Sense. any yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I look, I don't know the answer too, but I kind of, I like what we do. I mean, I think we do moderate strength training all the way to zero with our open kinetic chain knee extension, but the majority of the strength we're getting is probably not knee extension, right? Again, we don't even have a machine at champion. So, I mean, we're doing it with ankle weights. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that tells you, I mean, you know, I think we have good outcomes, right? I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I don't know. So, all right. I, I still feel like we need to, we need to nail that though. Like what, are, so what, what do you want to propose Lenny on how heavy can you go on knee extension and when are you fully cleared to do whatever you want? I think what Dan said is, was going to be my next one was just, can they do eight to 10 reps of, and get a good burn? And, and, and at the end of that 10th rep, are they, are they feeling a good burn in their muscle that they can't do an 11th rep or, or 12th rep? And that's for me a good parameter of you know, two, three sets of that. Um, somewhere in their program, but they're also squatting and deadlifting and lunging and everything else. So people don't think we're just talking about open chain stuff. Like that's what we get. That's built into the program to isolate the quads, but then we also get the quads and other exercises. Just don't want to make sure people understand that. Right. Um, And this is an excellent, again, excellent (laughs) use of like something like blood flow restriction where we, we can, we can do an exercise with less load because we're, you know, trying to protect stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think, I think, Lynn's paper was excellent because it's trying to tell people we can't be afraid of open kinetic chain. It's not unsafe. It's not less functional, right? Cause quad strength is functional. So she made great points. I think Kevin's paper actually had excellent points too, where it was like, yes, but don't, you have to be smart with how you're prescribing that. So um, yeah. let me, let me try to summarize. So yes, on open kinetic knee extension, we usually start about week two, um, you know, just to let the <clears> knee <throat> heal down, let the incision heal a little bit, um, make sure they can get some about 90 degrees of knee flexion. That makes sense. Uh, we'll start 90 to 40 for a little bit, maybe like, a, you know, a couple of weeks or so just to kind of get things going, but then we'll open it up to zero. <coughs> we'll start loading 90 to 40 right and then and and kind of keep the load 90 to 40 initially but then slowly start opening up that window so i'd say by probably what week 12 maybe three months out or so they're probably doing like you know whatever you can do with ankle weight type things with open kinetic chain knee extension all the way up to zero pretty easily probably from month three to maybe month six to kind of use Kevin's things. We slowly increase the load on that if you want, but we're probably avoiding max until we have, you know, full graft 
you know, healing and everything, right? Like a max effort open kinetic chain knee extension, um, you know, which I don't think we, ne- I think Dan's point is we don't need that anyway, right? And Dewesh said that we don't need that, <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, I, to Lynn's point, yes, we need open kinetic chain knee extension, but there's other things that we can more safely do with aggressive uh, weight, right? Like where you have co-contraction of the hamstring. So you, you're, you're, you're doing it in a closed chain fashion where it's a little bit more safe. So, um, I don't know. What do we think? Is that good? Anybody, do we miss anything? I, the, the only thing that I was going to leave off with was like, at least from like the performance end of things, right. When we started thinking about like, cause the, the point about max effort was the one that I was really like stuck on. And I 100% agree with Dan. Like we wouldn't load up like a max effort bicep curl or like a tricep extension for a set of three, right. We don't have like strength testing parameters for three RM bicep curl or tricep extensions. So it's just like the time and place to like load max effort with the right exercise choice. Like you could probably take your, ACL patients and taking them like sets of three sets of five on squats really test force progression for the lower body. Right. Because eventually they got to get, get back to sport and all that stuff. But yeah, like a super, super heavy max effort knee extension just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's like risk reward. What kind of information yeah. are you getting with a three rep max versus like an eight to 10 rep max? Is it really worth mm-hmm. it to do that? Right. Yeah. So, and again, I think, I, I think you guys, that's the same thing. I think that was maybe Kevin's point with, with Lynn's art. I haven't talked to Kevin about this, by the way, but just assuming from reading it, but like, I think that was his point was that you like, look, you, you know, we have to be careful. I personally, as an educator, right. We all educate online. I am more and more cautious of what I put out there because you have no idea how a young clinician is going to take it. Right. So you have to be like very careful. You know, I'm, I'm not kidding. You're going to see some people on Instagram go bananas with knee extension. They'll be like, they'll try to, they'll hook up like a chain to like a VW bug and like try to do knee extensions and move the car. You know what I mean? Like that's somebody's going to do that on Instagram and they're going to say like, well, you know, I read this paper that said to do it. Right. So, you know, you got to be, you got to be careful. So anyway, awesome. All right. Great episode. That was a good one. I like it. We went a little over, but that's good. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it, it was worth it. That was a good one. Uh, if you have more great questions like that, um, hopefully we can shed some light, maybe a little bit, uh, you know, share our practical experience with what's out in the research. I think that's kind of why people like listen to this podcast, but uh, thanks again. Really appreciate it, Dave. Thanks for the great question. Again, if you have another uh, question like that, please head to micronaldcom click on that podcast link and we'll see you on the the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.